Victoria's Live TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always a joy and an honor to be with you. I hope you have been having an awesome week. And so I'm just going to fix that real quick. So in this broadcast, so there's been several things happening and the Lord, the Lord's been working with me so much in the area of authority and releasing your God-given kingdom authority. And the more that I that I walk with the Lord, the more I see, the more that I see how necessary this is in the body of Christ to be taught so that you understand it. And I'm just saying that just from what I see, from what I discern, so many believers, Christians, they they don't have any idea of how to release their God-given kingdom authority here on the earth, let alone even realizing that they have authority. You know, I just want to share with you, um, last weekend, I was at um, an event. And at this event, um, there was a woman there and her five-year-old daughter was there. And we got into a conversation and her daughter asked me, I'm not, not her daughter, I'm sorry. She asked me, she has a lot of respect for me and, and I for her. And we haven't seen each other in a while. And, you know, she leaned over and she said to me, Lisa, I really want your opinion on, you know, the, the shots, right? Vaccines. And so, and I say that because you just don't know with censorship and all that. But anyway, she asked me, what did I think about it? And I, you know, and, and I just said, honestly, I wouldn't do it. I don't recommend it. And you know what? I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm trying to see. Oh, okay. Now the, the chat's coming up. I'm sorry. I was just looking for, to see if, if you were with me <laughs> and I see now that you are. Okay. So she asked me about it and I told her that I didn't recommend it. I told her why I said, listen, I can't tell you what to do. I love you. I respect you. You know, and she said, she basically said, I didn't want to get it, but I did get it because of her job. And, um, and then she said that she had gotten the, you know, the regular shots for her, for her children, for her five-year-old daughter. And she said, now she has three allergies. Anyway, the, the whole long story or short about this is she asked me, she said, would you, would you pray for her? Would you bless her? And I said, of course. So I got down on my knee and this beautiful five-year-old little girl turns around. And, um, and, and so I said to her, you know, I said her name and I said, you know, listen, I said, um, let, let me see your hand. So she gave me her hand. And as I grabbed her hand, I just said her name. And then I said, in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to just tell you right away, five years old, she goes, <laughs> she started looking at me very strangely. And I was like, oh my goodness, I know what I'm dealing with. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, that's not going to help just like that. And I knew right away what I was dealing with. And I said, what did you say? Because now at this point, I'm speaking to that spirit. And she goes, or it, it threw her. It wasn't her. Because a five-year-old didn't even know what I'm talking about. All I said was in the name of Jesus, because I was going to speak to the symptoms, you know, what was, what was attacking her, that spirit that was attacking her. And sure enough, that spirit spoke back and said, 
first of all, didn't want to look at me and was like rolling its eyes, you know, and all this and said, that's not going to help. So when I said, excuse me, I said, what did you say? That's not going to help. And I said, oh, I said, and why is that? And the thing said, because I said so, just like that. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. And I said, be quiet and listen. And it didn't want to look at me. Okay. And I say it because I'm talking about the spirit through even this young child because she's going like this, like, didn't I said, look at me. And then the mother, you know, it's funny because I just have to say we were at a table with a bunch of other people. This happens to me a lot. I cast out demons at a lot of tables (laughs) and the Lord just had us covered. Like we were in a bubble and the only ones that knew what was going on was me, the little girl, that spirit and her mother. So help me. So the mother said, you know, her name and said, look at Lisa. But she didn't want to look. But I said, look at me. So, of course, had to look at me. Right. It she had to look at me. So I said, I said, no, 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 no. And I grabbed her hand and I held it. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you unclean spirit. I said, you get out. You get off of this child. You get out now in Jesus name. And I said it not loud, but I said it with authority, just like that. Like I meant it. There, there isn't an ounce in me that is afraid of some devil and demon. And this is one thing I want to talk to you about on this broadcast. Why? Okay. So anyway, so, so I just said, I command you to leave now. I said, in every symptom of sickness, every allergy, get out now. And I, and I didn't leave it there. Of course, you have to fill that place, right? So I said, I command your body to be healed and made whole, spirit, soul, and body. Okay. So, and then that was it. And then, of course, her mother looks at me and said, and now her mom is more like, um, I want to say Catholic, not really, you know, um, like a believer, say like you and me. I know she believes in God. She believes in Jesus. But I grew up Catholic. I really didn't know. And I'm not, you know, knocking Catholic people. I'm just saying this is the situation. Okay. So, but she looked at me and she said, how could she have known what you were talking about? And I just said, listen, I don't have time to get into it with you here. I said, but that wasn't even her talking. She goes, oh my God, she had a devil inside of her, didn't she? And I just said, Yes, I said something was going on there. And she goes, Oh my God, what do I need to do? I said, You don't need to do anything. It's done. And she looks at me like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah, it's done. So a few minutes later, um, you know, this woman left the table and she asked me if I would stay with her daughter for a minute because she had to go and take some pictures. So I said, Yes, of course. So I started playing with the little girl, talking to her, normal little girl, normal little girl again. I was like, And I'm in, of course, I'm going, Thank you, Jesus, for the authority that you've given us. You know what? We have to be able to set people free. This unclean spirit was operating in a five-year-old. Anyway, now what is going on at the home? I have no idea. What are the conversations? You know, how did this happen? I don't know, but all I know is I needed to set this little girl free. Okay. So in any event, uh, so I was what I was trying to say is the reason that I'm not. I'm not afraid of any devil, and I don't want you to be either, because as believers, I hear so many 
people say, oh, the devil's attacking me. The devil's attacking me. Okay. Because you don't understand your authority yet. Let me just explain this. Okay. Best way I know how. Okay. Jesus, you know that if the spirit of Jesus is in you, right? The minute that you become born again, you ask Jesus to come into your heart, to be your Lord and Savior. God the Father sends the Holy Spirit to live in you. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of his son, according to Galatians 4, 6, to now live in your spirit. Now Christ is literally in you. Okay, when I say literally, Jesus, Jesus, the Christ, he is literally, literally in his physical body in heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father, the highest place there is, okay? And after God the Father raised Jesus from the dead, he gave all authority in heaven and on earth to Jesus. So Jesus is now seated at the right hand of God. He's sitting, seated, he's seated. He's sitting at the right hand of God, the Father in heaven. But the Holy Spirit, okay, he sends, God sends, God the Father sent the spirit of his son, the spirit of Jesus. Now, to live in every single believer, believer, follower of Christ, right? Born again, believer. When I say born again, the first time you're born from your mother, your natural, the, the natural way through her womb. But being born again of the spirit means that you asked Jesus to come into your, to your spirit, into your heart, into your, into you, to be your Lord and Savior, right? To fill you with his spirit. So the, so God, the father immediately sends the spirit of Jesus. So remember Jesus is in his physical body. He's flesh and bone, no more blood. He's not on the blood system anymore. He shed all of his blood for you and me, right? So we could have what he died to give us, but he's not dead. He's very much alive, sitting at the right hand of the father in heaven. Heaven is real. Okay. I wanted to stress that because you know, I know some people recently that have lost lost loved ones and they're, you know, someone in particular and she's having a hard time. But in any way, that, that's another an, another story. I didn't even know that the man had sick. He wasn't even sick. He just he just he just passed away. So and he was young, young, I say like 50 years old. But in any event, um, I'm sorry, got a little bit distracted there. So. So God the Father now sent the spirit of his son to live in every single believer. Okay, this is what you need to understand. The whole thing is that all authority was given to Jesus in heaven and on earth after he was resurrected. He's literally sitting at the right hand of the Father, but his spirit is literally in you and me as believers. And remember, when you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, because now you have the spirit of God, the spirit of Jesus in you, the Holy Spirit in you, that makes you God, the father's child, literally a co-heir sibling with Jesus Christ. He is your Lord. He is your Savior, but you are now a joint heir with him. He's literally like, think of a, a, a person. You have a head and you have a body. He's our head. We are literally his body here on the earth. This is what we, we need to understand, okay? So when they say the body of Christ, the body of Christ, it's you and me. We are his body. Think of it like a physical body. We are part of his body, okay? Because he's in us, we're in him. 
Jesus used to say when he was on the earth, don't you know that the father is in me and I am in the father? Same thing. Don't you know that Christ is in us and we are in him, right? Okay, here's the clincher. Here it is. Here's the key. Okay, because he has been given authority, all authority in heaven and on earth, Satan has no more. He has no more authority. Adam had given it to him, right? When he when he disobeyed God, but Jesus got it back. And when God the Father raised Jesus from the dead, he said he gave Jesus all authority in heaven in heaven and on earth. So now that Jesus is seated in heaven at the right hand of the Father, the most powerful place anywhere, anywhere in life, right? In heaven and on earth. Okay, because we are in Christ and he is in us, he is seated way above any and every demon power and principality and rulers of wickedness. He, Jesus, has authority over all of them. And every name that is in that is known, every name that is known and unknown, every Every, every, everything, Jesus has dominion and authority over all of it. And because we are in him and he's in us, we are his body. He's the head. We're his body. We literally, too, are seated with him because we're in him and he's in us. So we, too, are way above every demon power and principality and rulers of wickedness. We, you and me believers with that, you have Christ in you. You are above all demon power. You have authority over them. Okay. So it's like, um, think of a police officer. Who, well, I say police officer with all this defund the police garbage, but just think about it. Someone that's been given authority. Okay. Authority and power are two different things. Authority it's literally delegated power. God gave you his authority, okay? But you have both, meaning you have authority and power because you have authority that Jesus gave you over all power of the enemy. So just picture like a police officer putting his hand out to stop oncoming, oncoming traffic, right? Well, he's not stronger than those vehicles, right? They they have more power, the vehicles, than than like a human being. Like they could bull, run, like run him over, but he has authority. So they have to stop. They have to subject themselves to him. They have to obey. They have to stop or they're going to be in trouble. Okay. You have authority over every demon spirit. And when you understand that as a child of God, that because Jesus is in you, this is your inherent right as a believer. As because you have Christ in you, all the demons are subject to you, but you have to know it. Because if you don't know it, then you won't use your authority by speaking and telling them, get out, stop, out. You have to literally speak and command, use the authority that you've been given. Now, I started to say you've been given authority and power because Jesus gave you his authority, right? Luke 10, 19, over all the power of the enemy, right? Over all the powers of the air, the, 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 the rulers, the demons. The, there's no devil in hell 
that is a match for Jesus. None, zero, not a one, not Satan himself, none, no, none of them, nobody. And guess what? They're not a match for Christ in you. You have authority and power. Jesus gave you his authority, but guess what? Now, on top of that, you have his spirit, the Holy Spirit's power in you. So you've got authority and power. So if you, and remember, it's it's Christ in you. And if you understand that as a child of God, you've been given this right. This is your inherent right. You are a joint heir with Christ. Because he's in you, right? First Corinthians 6, 17 says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. So you never have to be afraid. Or a circumstance, you don't. You have authority. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you. You just have to know it. Because if you don't know it, this is going to operate for you. Or how do I say this? Your faith. Faith is a force. I say it all the time. Faith is literally a force. (sighs) Right? It's a substance, it's a force. So when you are literally trusting God and you're at rest because you trust him once you've spoken and you don't move from that position, you will have the victory. You will have the victory. You cannot let circumstances or what you see, say you speak and you command a devil, get out. You speak to that mountain and you say, get out. It has to obey you. Now, it might take a little bit of time because sometimes, you know, they, they're, listen, Jesus commanded the devil to get out of the boy having seizures. And that devil had the nerve to throw him, that boy down and convulse him in front of Jesus before he left. I'm just saying, here's the thing though. Once you've given the command and you've spoken, if you don't move from your seat of being seated with Christ in heavenly places, right? If you don't move from that seat of authority that you've been given, picture yourself seated at the right hand of God in Jesus. Mm, I'm right there with him. And my daddy's right here. And I'm in my Lord. Like a little kid, like mm, the child, childlike faith. If you don't move from your seat of authority and you, you don't get shaken, you have the victory and you will see it. Oh my goodness. I really hope that this has resonated with you. This is probably, it's one of the the most important messages I've ever given, ever. And there is more to come because the whole, you know, being seated with Christ in heavenly places That's Ephesians 2, 6. You have to understand that this, knowing your authority comes from knowing your position in Christ, knowing that you are God's child, literally God's son, God's daughter. When you know that you're God's son or daughter, uh, who's your daddy? God, right? And you are a co-heir with Christ. You are literally supposed to carry out the work that Jesus did. John 14, 12, he said, I tell you truly, if you believe, right? Those who believe, you will do the same works that I do and even greater works than these because I'm going to the Father, right? 
but he would still be at work in us by his spirit, Christ in you. So you and I can still do the works of Jesus. And you know, he wants us to do this. This glorifies the father. You know, I mean, and if, and if you're someone that's always talking about what the devil's doing, stop because your words literally have the power of death and life in them. Proverbs 18, 21. You really have to watch the words that are coming out of your mouth. You know, I want to, I want to share something with you too. Moses, Moses, there was a time that the people were crying out to Moses, right? They wanted water. And in Exodus 14, 15, so Moses cried out to God and God said, why are you crying to me? He goes, tell the people to go forward. He goes, lift up the staff in your hand and speak, right? Well, he's first, he told him to part the Red Sea by lifting up and, you know, lifting up the staff in his hand. But then when the people cried, they were thirsty. God said, why are you coming to me? He said, speak to the rock. God even said, why are you coming to me? Like I've given you the authority, you speak to it. No, and then of course Moses ended up disobeying him and striking the rock twice, and that did not sit well with God because God told him to speak to the rock. He didn't tell him to strike the rock, you know. So um, you can only strike a rock. The, he did it the first time, but the second time he disobeyed God because God told him speak to the rock, and it would pour out water for the people. You have to speak to whatever is going on around you, right? Oh, God's word is so beautiful and he's so faithful to it. You've got to remember, A, your identity, okay? Who you are. Who are you? I'm God's daughter. Woo! I'm God's daughter and I have Christ in me. And that means every demon in hell is subject to me. I have authority over them. Yes, I do. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And they have to obey. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus, okay? So A, you've got to know, are you God's son or are you God's daughter? Know it. Know it and operate from that place because if you know it, that means you're literally seated. You're in Christ. So you're seated with him at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places, meaning you have authority over all those rulers of wickedness in the heavenlies, right? Those demon spirits where, listen, they they have to have people and, you know, hosts, if you will, to operate through on the earth. But these demon spirits, right, they're, they're, they live in like the heavenlies, but not like they live in the heavenlies, but we have, we're above them because we're in Christ, way above it all because we're in Christ. We are his body. Jesus is our head. We're his body. We need to stay seated with him in that place. Don't move out of that seat of authority. Don't move from there. And you know, for you to really walk in this victoriously, you got to read John 15, okay? Because John 14, 12, Jesus said, right? If you believe you'll do the same works that I do and greater. Okay. But here's the thing in John 15, Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So the words of Jesus, meaning the way Jesus said that we need to live our lives and be and make sure that we're letting the Holy Spirit have his way in us in every area of our life. Because if something's out of alignment, 
where there's agreement with the enemy, you give the enemy access into your life. You have to say no, no access zone. Jesus had a no access zone, no access zone where the enemy was concerned. And Jesus said in John 14, 30 and 31, he said that the devil has no power over me because there's nothing he can use against me because there was no agreement with him. And then Jesus said, but so that the world may know that I love my father, I always act in agreement with my father. Okay. So we need to, how we abide in Jesus is literally letting his words and how, what he says to how to be, just let the Holy Spirit have his way in you. And Jesus said, if you abide in me and let my words abide in you, meaning living in you, I want to make this more clear, living in you, meaning just do what Jesus said, let him have his way in your life. And as you do that, he said, you can ask what you will and it would be done for you. He said, you could ask what you will. Why? Because your will will be in alignment with his will, right? And when we pray anything according to God's will, we know that God hears us. The word says so. And then we have what we ask for. You know, yesterday I was in my car driving and I was just in tears. I was like a blubbering mess. And I didn't even have like, I didn't have tissues. I, I couldn't find them, you know, my glove compartment anyway. And I was just, but I was crying in absolute thankfulness and gratefulness. Just, they were my, I was just overwhelmed to tears with God's goodness. And I was thanking him that he hears and answers every prayer of my heart. He does. And he's faithful. Ah, he's faithful and he loves you. And I really hope that this broadcast has been a tremendous blessing to you tonight. Make sure that you share it, share it with everyone you can. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And you know what? I just want to pray. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you need to do that because without Jesus, we're nothing. Jesus literally said, apart from me, you can do nothing. And in this world that we live in, you have to, you've got to, you, I don't even know how, I don't even know how I ever made it before I knew the Lord. You know, I tell you, God's grace was protecting me because he knew someday I would be coming. But, you know, we really, we really have to help people to turn their hearts to Jesus, especially, you know, a lot of people that are sick or suffering, a lot of people blame God for things that are not God's fault. It's the enemy that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. God is of life and life more abundantly, John 10, 10. Okay. So if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, just right now, just with all your heart and God knows if you mean it, you can't fool God, but just say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. And I know that God, the father raised you on the third day. I know that you died for my sins at the cross and you paid for me to be healed in full. You paid for my sins. You paid for me so I could become your, 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 so God could become my father and you could become my Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Teach me your ways and help me to live my life for you. I love you, Lord, and I thank you. 
And I ask you even, Lord, to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. Teach me your ways and help me to be an effective witness for you here on the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Amen and amen. Wow, you know what? I That came out a little bit differently than usual. But hey, I give the Holy Spirit free reign always. And I hope you will too. So I love you. I bless you. Thanks for watching The Victorious Life. Share this out and let me know how this helped you tonight in the comments. Can't wait to go back and read them. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And I will see you next time. Thanks for watching. God bless you.